And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to do something with bottles and paper and... I don't know what the word's called. Do you know what the word's called? Um, I I think... I, I mean, I know you take stuff, like old stuff, like <laughs> newspapers, and you can use it for other stuff. So that you're not wasteful. Right. Let me check my mental dictionary. Um, I don't know what That's it right. is, you little ragamuffin, but... Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't just throw ragamuffins around here. Recycling? Yeah, I think that's what uh, we're going to do. At least we're not recycling an old episode. No, just an old couch gag. Yeah. Reuse old couch gags. That's what we do. Well, no, that's what the Simpsons do. Half the time. Half the time Half they recycle time. old couch gags. 60% of the time, it works every time. So, yeah, recycling. I, I mean, the 90s was pretty big in recycling. I feel like we got recycling shoved down our throats and saved oh, the planet did. and rainforest. and So, uh, Penn and Teller, they had this show in the early 2000s where basically they, they debunked a lot of stuff. And one of them was recycling. Now, you should recycle. However, there's certain ways to recycle. And the way we do it is not correct. <laughs> oh, so once again, the Europeans win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, great. <laughs> We're always getting things wrong. Unbelievable. I mean, that, that, that should just be the United States motto at this point. <laughs> we just get everything wrong. <laughs> sure. All right, so this week we are discussing Season 8, Episode 21, The Old Man and the Lisa. And this is a reference to The Old Man and the Sea, which I'm guessing is a book of some kind. I do believe it, it's, uh, it's a play, I believe. Oh, it's a play. Uh, a book? I think it's a book. Oh, no, it's, oh, it's a Hemingway book. Oh, see, I was right. It was a book. I thought, oh, yeah, Hemingway <laughs> sounds about right. So, yeah. just to let you guys know, at the start of this episode, this, this episode title is not to be confused with the old man and the quote-unquote C student, or the old man and the key, which are also Simpson <laughs> titles, titles of future episodes, which we will speaking, get to. Speaking of recycling. <laughs> I know, right? They're like, you know what? Let's recycle some titles. <laughs> So, I it is funny that The Simpsons have... I don't know if there's any other titles of Simpsons episodes that they've recycled like that. That I could, uh, that I I guess, could think of. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll have to keep an eye out for it. I just could have sworn there was at least one other one, but I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But this episode, this episode was directed by Mark Kirkland and written by John Swartzwelder. Because, you know, that's uh, those are some names that uh, keep popping up in this season. Yeah. And, well, you uh, can definitely tell this was written by Swartzwalder just because of the title episode. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he came up with that title. That yeah. Bastard. All right. Air date, 420, 1997. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't 1969. Nope. 
Um, <laughs> recap. Mr. Burn loses all of his money and vowing to make hit back his fortune, he does it through recycling. So the way that, like, I, the, the recap is fine. Whoever actually, like, sat down and wrote it out and put it on Disney Plus did not do a good job because of punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, no, that should be a comma. That should be a period. And the T on through should be capitalized. Who's proofreading these things? Uh, Mickey Mouse. Well, he's a cartoon. <laughs> Who else is going to do it? Donald Duck. Oh, okay. That makes way more sense. So, no chalkboard gag this week. No. Bart was a good little boy this week. Uh, couch gag? The living room couch forms to a whack-a-mole game. Carnival music plays as the Simpsons heads pop out of different holes. A giant mallet attempts to hit them. Succeeding only in hitting Homer on the head. And this is from the Twisted World of Marge Simpson. I call them Whitey Whackers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we start this episode out. It's a beautiful morning. Um, it might be a little early because uh, Marge is woken up to the sound of bottles clanking around. I do love the animation of her sitting up out of bed and like her hair is like indented in. Oh, I feel and then she her has to, pain. Like, poof it out. Oh, I yeah, feel you her pain. Me. My my hair does the exact same thing. Well, I can't it, imagine, like, especially right when I now, throw it. Yeah, what's that? I was gonna say, especially not right. Well, not right now. You probably don't. No, because my hair is nice. And, my hair is nice and short right now. But when my hair is big and poofy, <laughs> poofy, yeah, man. When I lay down and wake up, yeah, it's uh, there's a little bit of an indent. Or like I'm wearing head. Obviously, you can't see me because it's not a video yeah. podcast. But I'm wearing headphones when my hair is bigger. I take off my headphones, got a nice little indent where uh, my headphones used to be. Uh, I start to get, I mean, I do get a little bit of an indent on my hair when it's like super long. I don't have the curly hair like like Steve does, but like, because it's, I mean, okay, it's straight. So like when it like really grows out in the back, I definitely get an indent from wearing a hat all the time. Yeah. So I don't feel your pain or Marge's pain. Um, and so Marge goes downstairs where we see Homer and Bart are asleep <laughs> on the couch. So they were watching something and they both fell asleep, which, you know, I, I've done that. Yeah, but they were doing it. I wonder what they were, what late, late movie they were watching. I don't know. However, when, uh, when we hear the TV, the show that is currently on is called Colonel Drunkula joins <laughs> the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good oh that's so, great so is this like a, a a drunk vampire who's a colonel in the navy yep and he can <laughs> only come out at drink night your beer <laughs> yeah. and he can only come out at night yeah well it's the navy so maybe he's just in a submarine in the ocean does that count like is there if there's not sunlight that counts right correct all also, right also, the 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 thing about uh, Count uh, Dra—I almost called him Count Druncula. Count Dracula is he isn't affected by the sun. Other vampires might be, but Count Dracula himself is not affected by sunlight. What? Since when? Since always. Not from all the vampire movies I've ever seen. Actually, in Blade, Dracula was not uh, affected by the sun. Oh. Not that I remember. I could be wrong. Anybody who's watched Play 3, let me know. Okay. Um, 
So they all walk into the kitchen and uh, Lisa has got some trash bags laying around. Um, and Marge asks Lisa what she's doing. And Lisa's like, I'm trying to earn money for uh, Junior Achievers Club. And she's like, and she's trying to do it through recycling. And Bart's like, uh, recycling is useless, Lisa. Once the sun burns out, this planet is doomed. You're just making sure we spend our last days using inferior products. Uh, is this a future prediction or what? <laughs> are we using inferior products because of recycling, though? I don't know if we are. I mean, I feel like I think I feel like products overall have gotten better. Yeah, but the fact that uh, you know the ozone layer is getting destroyed and global warming is destroying the planet. I don't know if we did it in time. Uh, we probably did not. Um, but the sun's not going to burn out anytime soon. We no. will not be alive by the time the sun burns out. That's no, like a million, millions of years down the line. Um, I will say some products are better. My issue is a lot of elect- electrical, like electronics are not built to last like they used to be. Yeah. Because especially like cell phones, they're, they're only meant to last like two, three years. So you keep spending money every two to three years. No, on. no, no. They're meant to last forever. People just get new phones every two to three years or one year. I don't know, man. Every cell phone I've ever owned, except for this current one I have, because I think I've had this current one for about four years now. Well, mom and dad's oh. cell phone, they're like, what, eight or nine years old already? At this yeah, the point? only reason our the only reason our mom had to get a new phone is because uh, she left it on her car. Yep. Um, and, uh, some are just like, oh, recycling is a great idea in theory. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, Marge takes some plastic rings and she puts it in a bag and Lisa's like, no, 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 Marge, mom, you're mixing polyurethane with the boring plug of that. And, uh, and she didn't cut the rings. You got to cut the rings. Otherwise animals get caught in them. No, or it's like, yeah, only the stupid ones. <laughs> but Marge was, Marge was all right. But after, after Lisa said that Homer's like, Marge. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't you know the difference between polyurethane and polyurethane? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the one, the one weird thing that's come out of the, the whole recycling is paper straws. Yeah, those suck. I I'd prefer just to have a, a metal straw. Yeah, people actually okay. I actually have two metal straws that I got. Yeah. And yeah. I never actually bought them around a rest. I'll use them at home sometimes, like if I forget yeah. a straw at like a, a place. But yeah. yeah, I mean a lot of companies have started abolishing straws and doing like plastic sippy cup lids, which yeah. I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's a little bit, but it's still plastic. But like the whole, I do love the whole thing. The 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 funniest meme to come out of the whole uh, paper straw debate was because like, oh well, turtles will get them stuck in their nose, and it's like the teenage mutant ninja turtles doing cocaine. Nice. <laughs> oh god. Um. And so uh, Lisa says she could use more paper, and Homer's <laughs> like, "Ooh, I know where there's lots of paper," and he runs out of the room. And then he runs back in the room carrying like eight books. One of them is by Faulkner. Yep. That was pretty yeah. cool. Burning yeah. Faulkner. That's a good. You don't burn books. Oh. Bad. Yeah. Read so, them. Uh, 
Yeah, so a couple other books by there's a there's some books by Leon Uris. Yeah. And those books include Exodus and QB seven. So I have no clue what those must be really old books. Yeah, probably. God damn uh, Schwarzwelder and your old references <laughs> that no one gets except old people. Yeah. Uh and Homer laughs while he throws away the books. And Lisa's like, Dad, you're not supposed to have fun recycling. And she's like, this is serious. And so Homer's like, okay. And I'm calling it, it's fake, obviously it's fake yeah. crying as he throws away the rest of the books. He's like, is it? <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> but isn't Lisa having fun too? I feel like Lisa's having fun recycling, right? Or is she not? I feel like that's, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I feel like this is something she would have fun doing, but I think I the know. fact that she's doing doing it to earn money to go on a trip Maybe makes it less fun. Maybe. I don't know. It's um, weird. It's weird yeah. that she would have Homer cry, like have well, I mean he was laughing, I guess. Yeah. So Yeah, well I mean, he was enjoying himself throwing away yeah. books. Yeah, exactly. Um so now we go to the Junior Achievers Club at Springfield Elementary. And we got some posters on the wall. Uh one of them is up with business. And the second one is I'm high on capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if those two posters don't don't talk today, I don't know what will. Um, and so we see Principal Skinner is leading the Junior Achievers Club. He's like, "What a load of garbage!" And there's a huge pile of garbage on a on a on a scale because you know you have to weigh it to figure out how much you're going to get for it. And uh, Skinner is like, "He's like, I'm pleased. We've almost reached our goal for our trip to Albany." And so the way they're measuring is like a little school bus and like you you, you move it up as you get more money. He moves yep. it like an inch. Yeah. I mean, like, were they were they going back to Albany to get some uh, patented uh, Skinner burgers or steamed hams, as they like to yes. be called? Because yes. it's an Al- Albany expression. Well, I, well, the joke here <laughs> is that you don't usually make a lot of money recycling things. No, no, I know that. But I was talking about them going to Albany to get some yeah. steamed hams. Mm, uh, probably not. No. No. All right. So uh, Skinner now introduces a guest speaker. Businessman C. Montgomery Burns. <laughs> I always like that we know that his first name is Charles, yet people yeah. introduce him as C. Montgomery Burns. I don't know well, if I... anyone, anyone else that gets introduced by their first initial, middle name, and then last name. Um, I was going to say J.P. Crawford, who is a shortstop for the Mariners, but he doesn't use, unless, I mean, I'm assuming his middle name is starts with a P. Um, but yeah, I can't really think of uh, anybody who's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know if that's like an old timey type thing or not. Like, it's Maybe. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, so, so uh, Mr. Burns is like, or uh, yeah, Mr. Burns is like, I'll keep it short and sweet. Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed in business. So don't have a don't go into business with your family, apparently. Oh, never or, go into business with family. Or friends, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and don't go into business with God. So church, yeah. you're out. Yeah. I don't know. I guess church is kind of a business. They they make money. Um and so when opportunity knocks, you don't want to be driving in the maternity hospital 
or sitting in some phony baloney church or synagogue. <laughs> Questions? <laughs> well, at least he's at least he's not uh, favoring one religion over another. Nope. And don't have kids. Nope. Don't have the babies. Otherwise, your business will suck. Although uh, I feel like this day and age, that's, that's like there's more like I feel like this day and age there's way more like startup businesses and work from home businesses and like you can have a family because you work from home yeah. and. You have other things go. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, I don't know. I mean, I know you used to work from home before you had, had Elliot, but, I mean, even if you're working, depending on the job, yeah, you could work from home and have kids, but you still have to work. A lot yeah. of places, you still have to work. Yeah. So... Unless, it, unless it doesn't... Like, I mean, Jenny, our uh, cousin's <laughs> wife, she works from home because she has yeah. her own little business, but... It literally her business has no impact because she accepts orders online, so that does all the work. All she has to do is pack and ship. Yeah, and so yeah. she has two. So now she has two kids, free child labor when they get older. <laughs> that's well, why. That's that's why you have kids. Free child labor. No, free you child should, labor. You should be paying your kids <laughs> so they they know the value of a dollar. Right. Exactly. Which right now is lower than the value of a Canadian dollar. Yep. So, uh, after Mr. Burns asks if anyone has any questions, Skinner raises his hand and says he's going to take advantage of Mr. Burns there because none of the other kids want to ask a question. <laughs> it's Mr. And, Burns. Yeah. And Skinner asks Burns what he thinks is more important, hard work or stick to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what my God. What kind of stupid-ass question is that? You I know, don't know. I hate the phrase there are no stupid question or there's no such thing as a st stupid question. Is that the phrase? Yeah. There are no stupid <laughs> questions, just stupid people. No, no, no. There are definitely stupid questions and this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, Burns asks if there are any real questions. <laughs> and then Lisa asks if the power plant has a recycling program. That's a real I mean, question. I mean, she could have asked her dad, but Mr. Burns was there. So Homer wouldn't know. I mean, he's worked there for so many years, 10 years now. Homer's an idiot. He longer, I mean, I feel like he might know. And uh, Burn re repeats the word recycling. <laughs> <laughs> and then he thinks of a dictionary in his head and he starts, uh, starts at ragamuffin. It's a noun, a ragged, often disreputable person, um, a poorly clothed, often dirty child. Mm. And uh, the next word he thinks is redskin. <laughs> noun, American Indian, Indian, usually taken to be offensive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, rutabaga, noun, <laughs> a turnip that usually produces a large yellowish root. And the next one, so this one actually wasn't highlighted, but you actually see it in the dictionary, is ah. running dog. One who does some someone else's bidding, or lackey, i.e. Smithers. <laughs> I've never heard of running dog. I don't know, but I love that it was associated with Smithers. I think that was absolutely I've fantastic. Of, I've heard of ragamuffin, I just never knew what it meant, and now I do. Yep, we learn things on The Simpsons, and yes. so do you for listening. So yep. Burns, Burns tells Lisa he's unfamiliar with the term recycling. It calls her a ragamuffin. <laughs> I don't 
think she's a poorly clothed, dirty child. No. And she's not really disreputable either. No. To my knowledge. But Mr. Burns doesn't doesn't really know who Lisa... Well, I feel like he knows who every Simpson person is, except for Homer, so... Yeah. He should know Lisa's personality, I guess. Yeah. Um. So Lisa questions Burns about never hearing about recycling and explains it means she reuse things to conserve our natural resources. And Burns is like, oh, so Mother Nature needs a favor. Well... Maybe she should have thought of that when she was besetting us with droughts and floods and poisoned poison monkeys. Nature started the fight for survival, and now she wants to quit because she's losing? Well, I say, hard cheese. I don't think Mother Nature's losing, man. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she's winning right now. Uh, maybe. Slightly. Um... At least I don't says, know. Have you seen Have you seen the the size of hurricanes recently? Those storms are massive. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But that's that's our fault. Yeah, and Mother Nature is trying to kill us. Oh, that's what you bigger. That's what you mean. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. She's just fighting back. Okay, got yes. it. Destroy me, I'll destroy you. Yep. All right. And Lisa says nature isn't our enemy, and Burns asks Lisa if she agrees. That we could do without Mother Nature, but Lisa does not agree. Yeah, no, we kind of need trees. Yes. And grass and flowers and bees. Yes, we do. And spiders. Yep. We Maybe need not all mosquitoes. Screw mosquitoes. Yeah, they don't do anything. They just suck your blood. <laughs> yep. Um, so do lawyers. I mean. Hello. Um, so uh, Smithers steps in and tells Lisa, how dare she question Mr. Burns? And Mr. Burns tells Smithers he will handle it. And tells Lisa to shut up, little girl. <laughs> and explains that if he spent his life listening to dismal doors like her, he would be worth $200 million today. And Lisa holds up uh, Burns' most recent biography, Will There Ever Be a Rainbow? Which Burns wrote during the events in the episode Blood Feud. So, I, I mean, did the book finally hit shelves then? Or it must have. I, it's kind of weird. Like it's been several years, but yeah. I mean, I guess in the Simpsons universe, there's not really years because no one ages. But correct, it's been a while. Yeah, and, but the book says Burns is only worth a hundred million. But Ooh. but Burns wrote that book, so either he's senile and doesn't realize how much money he's worth. No, he doesn't know how much money he has. Sure, but he wrote he wrote the book. Unless I mean. Lisa maybe did, he did write the book, or maybe he wrote po po part of the book and he had a shadow author for the rest of it. Maybe. I guess or he was lied to about his worth. Sure, because of all the yes men. Yeah. And so uh, Burns has a stunned look down his face and he looks at Smithers and Smithers says, uh, it is actually considerably less than that amount. So he's <laughs> actually not worth even a hundred million. You know, I mean, I get, we'll get to like all the yes men stuff. But yeah. I I feel like as a millionaire, and you would know you, how much money you have. Well, I mean, he probably just, I mean, he's so rich, he just has other people take care of his finances. I guess, but he has to, I don't know, it's weird. He doesn't check me. Dude's like, what did, what did we say? He's like 140 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, he might be senile or dead. Yeah. Um, and so Burns just stands there for a minute, and he's like, he just tells the group of kids and Skinner, I have to 
go. And he like slowly walks out and him and Smithers leaves and Skinner stands up and claps for Burns. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And so Burns has called all of his lawyers to his office. He's like, I want honest answers. Um, Burns asks what his current financial situation is. And uh, a few of the lawyers kind of look nervous and they're like, it's great. It's great. It's great. And Smithers is like, I hear it's great. (laughs) But yet Smithers literally just told him at the school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You don't have much money. Yeah. This is why yes men are awful. Um, And Burns is like, I want to look at my current stock portfolio. (laughs) And so a lawyer uh, picks up a folder and blows dust off it. So clearly he hasn't looked at his portfolio in a really long time. Oh, we'll see once he gets to the ticker. I know. Um, and so one of the stocks in his portfolio is called Confederated Slave Holdings. I don't think that held up at all. Uh, no. I mean, when when was when was the uh, um, well, it's like December when was the 18th amendment ratified? Like December 16th or 19th or something like that i know it's uh, december i am not a history buff so you, you don't don't ask me wasn't <laughs> but it's it like, like the eight, it's like the 1860s the emancipation thing yeah no, the 18th amendment that's when the slaves were um legally set free so oh. yeah well you should probably know your history i was uh let's see way off yeah uh, it was December 18th. I was right. I was close on the date. It was 1917. You said like 1860. Yeah. I was thinking I was thinking the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, I don't know when he got this portfolio, this stock. <laughs> Um, maybe, uh, late, very late 1800s. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, he's like, oh, how is this one doing? And one of the lawyers like, steady. And Smithers reassures Mr. Burns that all of his stocks are doing well because Mr. Burns chose them. And so, uh, yeah, and all the, the lawyers agree nervously because they know they're, they know, they know. And... Uh, Burns is like, he tells a couple of the lawyers to bring out the old stock ticker to take a look. And like, they pull out this contraption from a closet with a lot of just like paper yep. in the closet. Cause that's how the old stock ticker tickers worked back in the yeah, days. I've, okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I think it worked over like the Morse code, like uh, not, Morse, uh, not Morse code, telegraph. Sorry. It worked over like oh. the telegraph lines. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so Burns picks up the strip of paper and goes to the last time he stopped checking his stocks, September of 1929. So <laughs> almost 70 years ago yep. from the date of this episode. And uh, Burns starts to panic. He's like, Smithers, why didn't you tell me about this market crash? And Mr. Smithers is like, um, well, sir, <laughs> it happened 25 years before I was born. So, That's your excuse for everything. everything. <laughs> so uh, Smithers was born in 1954. All right. So he's like, wait, that makes him like 70? No. No, 45. 45. Or 43. Yeah. So that's about right. Yeah. I, would, I would put him at about yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Burns, so Burns is like, 
he has to do something to get his money back. And he's like, this calls for an aggressive trading strategy. And all of his lawyers are like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that one. <laughs> and he's like, and so uh, Burns outlines his aggressive trading strategy. He's like, take 50% of my money and put it in the blue chips. Transatlantic Zeppelin, amalgamated spats, Congreve's inflammable powders, U.S. hay, sink the rest into that up-and-coming Baltimore Opera Hat Company. Jesus, like, are all these things from, like, the 20s? I think so. Good lord. And so uh, Burns asks his lawyers if that will set things straight, and they all, you know, say yes, because they're yes men. And Burns walks away, and everybody is nervous. Because they're like, oh, God, we, we're, we're screwed. Why did the lawyers just not listen to Burns and actually put his money into things that were going to make him his money back? And tell I, him they did that and just lie. Okay, so just to let you know, the Baltimore Opera Hat Company is something they made up in The Simpsons. Oh, it's not not real. What about the Transatlantic Zeppelin? Um, let's see. I feel like all of this but, is made up. Yeah, probably. Trans- but it's all it all sounds old timey. Yeah, I think that's what they are going for. Yeah. I bet they. I wonder if they just couldn't use real. Oh, stuff. maybe. It's possible. I mean, that's, the only, that's, the, that's the only thing I can think of is... I don't... Yeah, transatlantic Zeppelin. I don't know if the Zeppelin actually tra- traversed the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> no, it burned. It crashed and burned. Because it was made of hydrogen. But, like... But, going back to my original question, why didn't the lawyers say, oh, yeah, we'll do that, and then do the right thing and invest his money properly? Oh, no, no, no. The Zeppelins did cross the Atlantic. Oh. It, t- it took only 43 hours to get from Europe to the U.S. Oh. That's it. 43 hours. Okay. It's a quick... Uh, you still quick... haven't answered my question. What's that? Why didn't the lawyers tell Burns, yeah, we'll do all that, and then go behind his back and actually put his money in the correct stocks? But why have lie I... to him. But I guess that's the other thing. Why haven't they been doing that anyways? Yeah. Because be like, oh, yeah, he picks her. If he doesn't have money, the lawyers don't get paid. I mean, they'll, they'll still find a, get, a way to get paid. They're lawyers. Yeah, but if Bird doesn't have money, Bird's ain't paying them. Uh, that's fair. But, again, they could have been like, yeah, great picks, boss. And then turn around and actually got a stockbroker and be like, hey, what are some good stocks? Exactly. So, this is this is as much on the lawyers as it is, as it is on Burns. And so, uh, the, so now we go back to the Junior Achievers Club, and they go to Uriah's Heap Recycling Center. And uh, they drop off newspaper, which only nets them 75 cents for a half ton of newspaper. And Skinner's like, that won't even cover gas. The gas they use to go to the store to buy the twine to tie up the bundles. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, this is why you don't recycle, because... You really need a lot of, like, I've heard stories where people, like, collect cans and bottles. Because you could get, like, five to ten cents. Yeah. For, like, depending on the thing. You need so much of that just to cover gas. And it's not worth it. No, no, no. Like, there's, like, it's, I mean, the big one that, obviously, people know is the the homeless people that go around collecting cans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And trying to recycle. I mean, you get, like, five cents a can or something. But for them, they don't have money and they don't have gas. Fair enough. So for them, 
yeah, they might be able to get enough to go buy a candy bar, but like for us normal folks to put like 40, 40 bags of plastic and aluminum in our car actually will cost oh. you more. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. I guess what no. people are doing now more, I mean, copper's the big one, but that's where like... Oh, yes. Theft. Oh, copper's always huge. You can, you can actually get decent money for copper. Yeah, like people, like we have a, a guy, our, our recycling guy, which we don't pay, the guy literally just comes and takes all of our old electronics, which is yeah. awesome, it's good for us because we don't have to pay a company to do it. Yeah. But dude literally turns around and sells everything. And like, Really? He takes he well he takes all of our wire too oh. like our our speaker wire and all all the copper wire I'm sure dude's just making a killing taking all the used copper wire speaker wire that we rip out of people's homes oh yeah so no you you, you can make you can make a decent I mean you can't make a living but you can make a you can make some decent money selling back some copper yeah so the hippie tells Skinner that it sounds like uh, you're working for your car man. <laughs> You gotta simplify, man! And, uh, I love it. The voice of the hippie is based on the character played by Dennis Hopper in Apocalypse Now. Oh, I've never seen Apocalypse Now. Oh, have you never seen Apocalypse Now? Well, I mean, it came out in, like... Once again, no one is telling you not to watch old movies. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go back to it. No, you just watch it. It's on, I'm sure it's it on, was on the, the it, Amazon. It came out or, in 1979. Sure, I've, I've seen it. born when it came out yet. That doesn't matter. I'm sure you've seen tons of movies that you, that, you, that were not out when you were born. Like You've seen Ghostbuster. Man, maybe I guess you should have never seen Ghostbusters. It wasn't out when you were born. Yes, you should have never seen Back to the Feet. What the did I say? Ghostbusters? Oh, it's 84. I'm thinking Ghostbusters yeah. 2. No, Ghostbusters. And Back to the Future? You should have never seen Back to the Future if it came out before you were born. I'm not saying I shouldn't see those movies. I'm just saying I'm not gonna, like, I I've, I watched those on TV. I don't even know, I don't even remember originally watching any of those movies, to be honest. Obviously, I've seen them, but... Unbelievable. You're living Look, in the future, I'm not looking man! Towards the past. I'm not looking towards the past, man. I'm looking towards the future. Uh-huh. Um... And so, you know, Skinner walks back, uh, the kids back to his station wagon and calls off the trip to Albany because uh, there'll be no more recycling. And the kids protest. They're like, but we wanted to go to Albany for some <laughs> reason. I have no idea what's there, but we were told we're going there. And, okay, look, why is Skinner driving around a bunch of kids in his station wagon? Like... Like is that normal? I I I don't think maybe that's in a normal. small town. I don't know. Maybe that just does not seem normal. I mean, I can see if maybe they got auto to take him on the school. Like, I feel like the school bus would have been a good option because he's got yeah, all these auto. kids plus all this trash. You could have put the kids in the front of the school bus, the trash in the back of the school bus, and and done it that way. I don't know. It's just really weird that Skinner is tooling around. Well, you, can't, with, you can't use the school bus because that's school property. It is, but it's a school-based recycling program. So you can yeah, I don't think that. Superintendent Chalmers is going to okay that. Well, he had to have okayed the uh what you call it? He had to he had to okay the uh the trip to Albany with a bunch of kids. Yeah, and that's why they're raising money because 
nobody's paying for it. Exactly. So the superintendent would have had to okay everything thus far. So I don't feel I feel like why wouldn't he help them out by giving them a school bus? Because that costs money. You have to pay auto, you have to pay for the gas. Well, they're paying for Skinner's gas. I'm sure he's writing that off or expensing it through the schools. So he's paying they're paying for it anyways. I highly doubt it. It's school related. Of course they're paying for it. I highly you're you're looking way too much into it. No, 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 no. I'm telling the truth. You're, right. you're turning you're turning into Frank Grimes. That's right. So Lisa tell we'll know about Frank Grimes next two episodes. We'll hear about <laughs> we'll we'll hear about him. All right. So uh Lisa tells Skinner that they didn't do that badly because they collected enough paper to save one whole tree. And then Skinner backs his car into a tree, knocking it over. And then Ralph starts crying in the back for his mommy. <laughs> I want my mommy. Why is Ralph in the Junior Achievers Club? Dude Junior. hasn't achieved anything. He's achieved eating paste. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we come back to Burns' office, where Burns looks at a chart and asks his lawyers if all his money is gone. And they say yes. I think it's the first thing they've ever said was truthful. Yeah. Yes, all your money's gone. And uh, Burns questioned it, but I made all the right moves. Well, yeah, yeah, you did. (laughs) And then he finally figures it out. Yeah. Finally puts two and two together that his lawyers are a bunch of yes men. And that he was making all the wrong moves, and the lawyers were too gutless to tell Burns um, if that you know, that he was doing the wrong thing. He's like, yes, yeah, right, right, yes. Yeah, we're gutless. We we're we're, we're gutless assholes. <laughs> and Burns says, well, I'll fix this myself. Smithers, take out another mortgage on the plant. And Smithers tells Burns that the bank already foreclosed on the plant. And Burns' house. I feel like he wouldn't have a mortgage for the plant or his house. His house, I would say yes. The plant, maybe. No, he's, I don't know. He's a multi, well, he was a multi-millionaire. I, I, I don't know. I don't think he, I don't think he would have a mortgage on the plant. Yeah. I mean, at some point I feel like he would, well, look at it like this. If it was at least a 30, he's owned the plant for how long now? I feel like even if he had a 30 year mortgage or whatever, uh, yeah you know, commercial buildings do for mortgages, it would have been paid off at this point. Oh, you know for what sure. I mean? And, so, I mean, yeah, and his mansion as well. I mean, unless, the only thing I can think of, because he says take out another mortgage, maybe they took out a mortgage for something else. Maybe. Can you, wait, if you have your house paid off... You could take out a mortgage. Yeah, so if your house is completely paid off... yeah. You could take out a mortgage on your house to get more money. Correct, but then you have to pay that back. Well, exactly. So maybe that may, that's maybe that, that's that's okay to ask to take out another mortgage. Yeah, because but I but I'm saying they probably won't initially have. I mean, unless he's saying, "Oh, let's take out another one," because they don't have a second, they don't have a first mortgage anymore. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that that's but the, why, the case. But the thing is, it's also well because. Smithers says the bank already foreclosed on the plant in, the, in his house, which leads oh, me to Oh, that would assume they already have one. Yeah. So my theory is 
they took out a mortgage because Burns was losing the money and they just had him sign some papers and didn't tell him what it was for. Yep. And then he's like, oh, well, we can take another mortgage on the plant to pay all this off. And, and nope, you can't because you're not paying anything yep. outside of property taxes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Burns asks, what, what should I do? Smithers says, the first thing you should do is move out of the bank's house. And Smithers <laughs> says, I'll help, help, help you back. <laughs> and Smithers yeah, walks Burns. <laughs> yep. And Smithers walks Burns out of the plant. Yeah. He's gone. But I love how the bank is keeping the plant open. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess the town of Springfield needs power. Yeah. So I think, I guess if the bank were to foreclose on the plant and or the own the plant for that matter, like the bank would yeah. own the plant, they would find a new buyer. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. But in the interim, they would have someone else run the plant, which they do. We'll get to that. Exactly. And uh, now we see a for sale sign up at Vern's mansion. And some guys are there to turn off the fountain because bank doesn't want to waste any, you know, water money. And uh, they shoot some birds away because they're chilling <laughs> in the fountain. Yeah. And uh, realtor shows a professional wrestler uh, Burns's former house as Burns's withers leave and tells him that he can, uh, he can appreciate all the closet space. Because I don't know how much Bret Hart has in <laughs> wardrobe. Yeah. I'm sure he's a wrestler. He probably has tons of tons of yeah. wrestling outfits. Yeah. But the the guest voice, Bret Hart, did did do himself, yeah. and he would only do it if his animated version in this episode would wear his pink wrestling outfit. So I mean, that's not a hard ask. Yep. I mean, I mean, all the animators have to do is color him in. Yeah. He was going to be there anyway. So, but yeah. that's that was his one stipulation was <laughs> that if he did his voice, he had to be in that outfit. So, um, yeah the. Uh, the Brett, the hitman, heart is like, ew, this place got old man stink. And Burns like, oh, Smithers, Smithers like, don't listen to him, sir. You have an enchanting musk. Yeah, old man. <laughs> yep. And the real smell weird. Yep, they do. And the realtor tells the hitman he wouldn't be the only wrestler in the neighborhood. Because the shrieking sheik lives three doors away. Then you hear some shrieking in the distance. <laughs> He's like, yes! <laughs> and uh, Hitman buys Burns' mansion. Sad. <laughs> the real question is, how did they get him out? Because I'm guessing once Burns got his money back, they had to get him out somehow, right? He just bought the house back? I don't know how that works, but sure. Um, so Burns takes a picture of himself off the wall and asks Hitman if he could keep it to remind himself of better times. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Brett, Brett, and Brett Hart is like, "Why would I want a picture of a pitiful pencil neck geek?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, why would the Hitman want a picture of Burns in his house? <laughs> yeah, and then Burns leaves the picture. <laughs> he doesn't even take it with him, and he just leaves the mansion. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, as they leave, Smithers tells Burns he will make sure Bret Hart forwards Burns' social security checks. Because he's apparently also retired? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing in this episode makes any sense. Like, uh, I was reading I was reading some production notes, 
And literally yeah. the writers were like, let's do an episode where Burns loses all his money. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was it. Like, yeah. I mean, I get like when we did uh, our Bill Oakley episode, like Bill Oakley straight up said, we wanted to do an episode where Bart got drunk. Like that yeah. was, that was yeah. the catalyst of the episode, which is cool. Yeah. The, but the whole episode was absolutely fantastic. This yeah. episode was like, what happens when Burns loses all his money? All right. <laughs> he's sure. retired, apparently. Yeah. I mean, he's over the age of 75. I think he, well, I mean, our our dad still works and he still gets those security checks. Yeah, but I think it's if you don't work full time. Because uh, I, I, dad obviously doesn't work full time. No, no, I think no. if you work full time, you're not allowed to take social security checks. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, and so now we see the Simpsons sit at sit at the kitchen table eating breakfast, and Marge's like, "Homer, you didn't tell me Mister Burns went broke and lost the nuclear power plant." And was like, "Now I can't remember every little thing that happens in my day." Marge's like, "You told me about that candy bar you found three times." Bart's like, "You found a candy bar?" And Homer's like, "Oh yes, gather around, my son, and I shall tell you a tale." I feel like I feel like as kids we were total Homer Simpsons. Cause I was talking I was talking to her mom the other day and she's like asking how Elliot's day was at school yeah. and, and she's like and I was like, he never tells me anything. I didn't do anything today or but yeah. but she was like, Yeah, when you were kids, now you know how it feels. When you were kids, you used to tell us you didn't know what you did all day and no, no, no. you didn't know see, see no no see for, for me at least, I don't I don't know how you ever responded. Every day from Sixth grade until I graduated high school and even through college, our dad would always ask me, what did you learn in school today? And I would go, nothing. Or what yep. did you do? And I'd be like, nothing. Yep. So, because so, so what well, you're telling you're me to, is you're a good you're supposed to. You're not supposed to ask kids what they did in school. You're supposed to be like, tell me one thing you learned. That's the same thing. Otherwise, no, it's not. If you if I asked you what did you do today and you told me nothing, well, that's not true. Exactly. But if I was like, if I was like, oh, tell me, you know, tell me one thing you did today, and you could be like, I ate a candy bar. That's something you did. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Yeah, but kids are like Homer Simpson. Now I can't remember every little thing that happened in my day. Well, I mean, I I, I don't remember half the shit anymore that I used to do, but you know, it's age. Uh, so Lisa says she normally doesn't laugh at other people's misfortunes, but on behalf of the recycling community, <laughs> ha! Lisa says it couldn't have happened to someone more undeserving. Boy, she really hates Mr. Burns. Well, Mr. Burns has literally done something now to every member of the Simpson family. Yeah. Up until up until this episode... Right, nothing has happened. Know, to technically, Lisa. technically, he's done stuff to the Simpson family as a whole. Well, individually, like Bart, you know, lost his treehouse or his treehouse, and here at Santa, he also got hit by Burns. Hit by Burns, yeah. Bart's I think taking it the worst <laughs> of everyone. Um, Homer, he just can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, Marge, he uh, seduced. Uh, yeah. He got or shot by Maggie. She got shot by Maggie. <laughs> I mean, Lisa's, yeah, I the only, Lisa... Lisa's the only one that really hasn't taken anything personal. Not well. I don't know losing losing her treehouse. I mean, it technically, well, that's Bart. But... We we were sold to believe during the blackout <laughs> episode that it was Bart. Yeah. 
so uh, Marge asks if they are going to close the plant, and Homer's like, no, they put Lenny in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, mean I he, think was a, he was a manager, though, right? Yeah. So, so I that mean, makes sense. Yeah. So, and then we see Lenny sitting at Burns' old desk. I love, like, his name placard is, like, written Lenny. It's not, like, a nice placard. Well, they haven't gotten the new one yet. Yeah. And uh, he gets on the intercom, and he's like, hey, everybody, uh, work harder. And then he, like, puts his feet on and says, this is easy. <laughs> yeah, this is easy, man. I just can't see what Mr. Burns does all day. <laughs> yeah. So now we cut to Smithers' apartment, where Mr. Burns is staying. Because yep. he has nowhere else to go. Um, and Smithers tells Burns he has to go get to work because Lenny is a real bear on tardiness. Yep. And I do love the fact that Smithers is much of a nerd as kind of we all are. Because yeah. uh, Smithers has the Malibu Stacy collection all displayed on shelves all over his apartment. He yeah. keeps it out. Well, he has the <laughs> largest collection. He does. He's got to put it somewhere, I guess. Yeah. And so, you know, Burns is like, oh, are there any chores I can do? And he he gets one of those grabber things, and he starts grabbing dishes with it to put it in the sink, and he drops one. And uh, so there's like, eh, just stay at the table and maintain your dignity. Yeah. I don't think he has any dignity left. Nope. Um, and so uh, Smithers leaves, and uh, Burns is like, oh, I guess this is, a good op- this is as good an opportunity as any to earn my keep. Um, and he's like, hmm, maybe I'll go off to the food jobber. <laughs> the food jobber. <laughs> oh, man. And so, uh, we see, oh, yeah, the reason he says that is because there's a grocery list on Smithers' refrigerator, and yep. this is Smithers' grocery list. Cereal, okay, eggs, all right, Us Magazine, milk, catsup, <laughs> I want, I want to Point that out. It's ketchup. Yeah. Mustard, luncheon meat, cabbage, <laughs> greens, juice, ointment, soap, mop, and napkins. Now, my problem with the list is this is so goddamn generic. You write milk. What kind of milk? You write mustard. But it's for Smithers. He knows what type of like this isn't for us. I know. This is this isn't a list for us. <laughs> this is a list for Smithers. <laughs> Okay, but like when I tell Alexa <laughs> to put milk on my shopping list, it just puts milk on my shopping list. I know when I go to the grocery store what type to buy. But but the reason I point this out is because Burns grabs the shopping list. He wasn't supposed to though. It was Smithers' <laughs> shopping list. I know, and that's why that's why I'm saying is Burns grabs the shopping list. He's like, I'm going to go off to the food jobber. Well, ninety percent of this list, he doesn't know what to grab. He doesn't exactly. know. Yeah, like, he should be going. What kind of cereal? What Smithers, kind of eggs? Yes, Smithers which should us, be going. Which, which, which edition of Us Magazine? I don't think ketchup or ketchup. I don't think you're getting the fact that Burns was never supposed to go to the grocery store. I, I got and that this list fact. was written for Smithers. I get that fact. That's why I'm saying Burns shouldn't be doing it. Because he doesn't know. And so uh, Burns gets on a bus and he tells the driver to take him to the grocery So he calls he a food jobber. And then he calls it a grocery store. Yep. <laughs> this, 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 this episode's all over the map. <laughs> yeah. So Burns sits next to Barney. And he's like, I'm riding the bus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and what, is he, what is he, five? I mean, yep. I guess he's old. Uh, and Barney asks Burns if he is the guy everybody hates. 
And Bart's no. No, I'm Monty Burns. Now, though, no, you're the man everybody hates. Definitely an awesome <laughs> meme moment. Like, is it? This, yeah. Oh, shit. Anytime there's something in the news where we're supposed to hate someone, this meme shows up. I don't like, think I've, I've, I've literally never seen this like meme. Like, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk has been there recently. Can't remember. There's been I some don't others. think this meme is as popular as you think it is. You're not in the Simpsons board po- posting group. You don't see a ton of yeah, Simpsons. That's memes. a Simpsons group. Exactly. Not every. <laughs> there's like how many? There's not. There's not that many people. Like comparably, I'm guaranteeing you, there's not that many people in that group. Comparably to how many people use Facebook. Um, huh. And so Burns is at the grocery store, and then he's like. He sees a lady. I'm shopping. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and so Burns makes his way to the cereal aisle, and he's like, "Hmm, I wonder what the cereal is for me." And there we see Krusty the Clown holding a box of Frosty Krustios. Yep. And uh, Burns asks Krusty, "Where, where can I find the uh, Burnsos?" <laughs> Like, wouldn't you know that you would have your own cereal? Because like, yeah. you'd be getting, like, I don't know, do you get paid or do you get, like, if you your likeness is on a box. Oh, yeah, you get paid for that. Like, do you get paid royalties based on sales? One one solid check? I'm sure it's royalties. I mean, it's whatever contract you sign. Yeah. And uh, Krusty's, like, Krusty's like, they don't put nobodies on cereal boxes. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like Krusty should know that Burns. I mean, he's a wealthy guy. I mean, yeah. I feel like this town completely pulled a Homer Simpson. Yeah, like, like the entire town just doesn't know who Burns is. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. like that's the way this episode feels. It's like yeah. no one knows who Mister Burns is. This episode. Yeah. Um, and Burns grabs a box of Count Chocula because the mascot looks a bit like Mister Burns. I mean, I like kind it. of. Looks a little like me. Yeah. I mean, it's old, decrepit. He's a vampire. Yeah. In one episode. In a Halloween episode, he was a vampire. So I get Not it. Canon. I get it. And uh, so then Burns uh, goes down the refrigerator aisle to get some milk. And had to be rescued from the milk cooler. <laughs> I ventured in to grab some milk and got locked inside. Oh my god. Now those <laughs> things are kind of dangerous. They'll swing shut on you if you don't pay attention. Yeah. And uh, now we see this. This one's great. Burns holds up a bottle of two bottles. One's labeled ketchup with a K. The other one's labeled ketchup with a C. Well, I mean, they're two different spellings. Sure. You didn't have have to say one spelled with a K and one spelled with a C because they are two completely different spellings. (laughs) Sure. And Burns like, ketchup? Ketchup. Ketchup? Cats up. Cats up. Cat. Cat. Oh, I've been way over my head. <laughs> God, I I quote this. I, I haven't actually probably quoted this line in a while, but I do quote it. Uh, yeah. That's another memed one, too. Another another meme. This one has a few. Um, and uh, so two grocery store 
employees just watching Burns. Like, I think he's losing his mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair, look, anybody can make that mistake. I mean, yes, they're both ketchup, and that's how they're pronounced. But, like, you can't write ketchup on a bottle. Yeah. And so uh, they go up to Burns and ask him uh, to come with him. And Burns asks, are you here to solve my ketchup problem? Uh, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and the employees give Burns to Wiggum. And Wiggum takes Burns to the retirement castle. Yeah. Because the uh, the guys signed the commitment papers at the yeah. grocery store. Yeah. Um, and uh, Burns asks Wiggum if he's take, uh, where he's taking him. And Wiggum tells Burns that he's gone off his nut. And they're stuffing Burns into an old folks home. <laughs> I don't know if that's legally allowed, but no, because you definitely, I, you're not allowed to do. You're definitely not allowed to do that without the the permission of a family member. Now, I feel like if they think he's lost his mind, they could at least put him in a 24 hour hold at like a mental institution. Yes, they can't but, just stuff him into a retirement home. Yes, yep. And so Homer finishes uh, up a beer and tosses the empty can. <laughs> Into the garbage bag that Lisa's holding. <laughs> and Homer's just blasted off his ass. Dude's got yeah. red eyes. He's like, I clearly just drunk. Yeah. And Lisa tells, uh, he tells Lisa that that's all the recycling I can handle for the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And uh, Lisa tells Homer that if he drinks just one more beer, she'll have a full bag. <laughs> Over his, uh, How many beers did he drink? Did he drink a 24-pack? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Dude's just gone. Like, I don't feel so good. At least he's <laughs> wondering if there's more trash around here. Because clearly she's okay with destroying her dad. Yeah. Um, and Homer suggests, try the old folks home. They're practically living their own filth. <laughs> and Lisa thanks Homer and walks off as Homer passes out. <laughs> yeah, because he's drunk. Oh, that's just yeah. bad, man. Come on, Lisa. You should know better. I mean, he could. she could have just went to Moe's. Yeah, she could have. She could have just went to Moe's and got a bunch of bottles of beer. Yeah, she could have. Um, surprised Homer just wasn't at Moe's drinking beer. Yeah. But, you know. So, Abe is uh, pointing out uh, things to Burns in the old folks' home, uh, like the activity room. We're not allowed in there. And that's the library. We're not allowed in there either. And don't even think about going into the game room. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, with the old they're folks, have do, fun. Yeah, they're not allowed to do anything. No. Nope. Burns like, well, how are we supposed to pass the time? And Abe tells Burns, oh, you better get... Uh, uh, you better stake out a good spot at the staring window, and there's some old old folks staring out a window. And then uh, we go to the next scene, and the old folks are dancing to Achy Breaky Heart. Uh, but Burns is the only one not dancing because he's not thrilled to be there. And uh, so the the guy doing the dancing stuff tells Burns to join in on the fun, and Burns just stands there, and the guy's like, "That's the spirit <laughs> standing there." <laughs> Um, uh, and so, uh, now we see Burns looking out the staring window and he's like, this is how the Monty Burns saga ends. <laughs> I shouldn't have surrounded myself with those spineless yes men. Oh shit. Yeah. That's what narcissists do. And I'm pretty sure Burns is a narcissist. 
Yep. Uh, and so Burns hears Lisa yelling about the retirement castle not having any recycling. And she asks if they have magazines or newspaper. And then Burns like, that voice, that shrill, disagreeable voice. <laughs> I know that voice. And so uh, we see Lisa talking to Abe. And Abe's like, we're not allowed to read newspapers. They angry up the blood. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. What doesn't angry up the blood nowadays? Um, and so Burns, you know, goes up to Lisa and he's like, you, the troublemaking girl. Lisa's <laughs> like, my name is Lisa, Mr. Burns. Lisa Simpson. It doesn't matter what your name is, you <laughs> idiot. What I want to know is, will you help me get my money back? Lisa's like, ha, I never help you. You're the worst man in the world. Burns is like, yes, that's the kind of moxie I'm looking for. You're hired. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. Oh my god. That's, that's great. great. Uh, and so Lisa's like, I don't agree to be hired by you. And then Smithers runs into the retirement castle and apologizes to Burns for his grocer committing him. And he's like, we'll never shop there again. <laughs> oh, man. And Burns tells Smithers, he's like, not now. I have an empire to rebuild. And she is going to help me. And he points to Lisa. And then we get a montage of Burns asking Lisa for help. And the first one is a TV moment where Mr. Burns chases Lisa down for her assistance. Um, that's reminiscent of the opening to That Girl. Yep. And she's flying. Lisa's flying a kite. Yeah. Uh, we also see Lisa walking by a storefront and Burns is like playing the part of the mannequin. He's all dressed up in a suit. <laughs> um, and then the next one, Lisa's riding one of those horsey carousels and Burns is also on it. Yeah, he's he's really trying, man. And so uh, now uh, Lisa Lisa's back at home and the Simpsons doorbell rings and Homer Homer's like, I'll answer it. And we see Mr. Burns standing outside and Burns like, sir, we've never met before. My Bye. name is Mr. Burns. I want your daughter to help make me rich again. Homer's like, you mean Maggie? Ah, the baby who shot me. No, I was referring to your other daughter. Homer's like, Lisa, you have a guess. And then he turns back to Burns. So, um, how's life in the gutter? So he knows who Maggie is. He doesn't know who Lisa is. Well, kind of. He knows, I mean, he knew where she lived. Yeah, but he didn't know who Homer was. Again, no, but she. Oh, okay. Remember when uh, the remember when Homer sends the chocolates to Mister Burns and they all eat him and there's the picture. He's like, oh, Maggie and Lisa. So he knows the family, except for Homer. Except for Homer, yeah. And so uh, Burns gets on his knees and tells Lisa he has learned the error of his ways and he needs someone of Lisa's integrity to help him. Yes, one more time. Lisa's like. Uh, well, if I did agree to help you, you could only earn money by doing good, socially responsible things. Nothing evil. Burns like, nothing evil. That's exactly the kind of radical thinking I need. It's a deal. And it's funny, that line that Lisa says about doing socially responsible things, nothing evil. So, I don't know how many guys out there watch the new, like, Harley Quinn show on HBO Max. But in this current season, uh, Poison Ivy takes over the Legion of Doom, and she's only doing socially responsible evil. Ah. Because because she's, you know, environmentalist, she's poison. Like, if you guys know the Poison Ivy character, she's, you know, she's in it for the plan. She wants Mother Nature to, you know, be great. She's, you know, recycling. Like, she's there for the earth. 
And when people, you know, turn against her, she used plans to destroy. But I love how she called it in this episode, socially responsible evil. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then when, he, when he's like nothing evil, I'm like, oh, that's not Poison Ivy at all. Um, and so Homer sits down on the couch with Bart and asks Bart <laughs> um, if he saw the deal Lisa made. He's like, why aren't you making any uh, deals? Bart's like, I'll do it this afternoon. Now that's a line I love <laughs> quoting. Anytime uh, someone asks me something to do, I'm like, I'll do it this afternoon. <laughs> I don't usually do it in that voice, but I do tell a lot of people I'll do it in the afternoon. Um, and so Lisa and Burns, uh, now we see Lisa and Burns walking along a beach, picking up trash. And Burns asks if people pay good money for garbage. And Lisa's like, eh, not really. Uh, she's like, one can will only get you a nickel. Burns tells Lisa not to poo-poo a nickel because it can get you a steak and a kidney pie, a cup of coffee, a slice, che- slice of cheesecake, and a newsreel with enough change left over to ride the trolley from Battery Park to the Polo Grounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe in like 1865. Uh, yeah. I just love Lisa. Lisa's like a can. <laughs> Go get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that's great. Yeah, Lisa notices a fish caught in a six pack holder and tells Burns they need to cut up because the fish will get stuck in them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, anything will get stuck in them turtles, fish, well, yeah. sea life, ducks. They, they all do. And Lisa tosses the fish back into the water and he's immediately eaten by a shark. I almost wish Elliot was watching this episode <laughs> with me. Because he'd be like, he would have laughed. He would have laughed yeah. at that. There's a lot of jokes probably would have gone over his head that he would have laughed at. Yeah. Um, and Nelson laughs at the fish. Um, yeah, Nelson follows Mr. Burns and Lisa around. Or it was just a ha-ha moment at the fish. But, but why but, is Nelson there? No, I think he was just at the beach. And the fact that Lisa threw the fish and the shark ate it, that's what that's what was funny. But he was in, like, the background lurking. It was weird that they were looking at Mr. Birds and Lisa. That was the weird part. Yes, the shot was weird. But there's no reason to say that he couldn't have been at, at the beach. Why would Nelson be at the beach? To huck things at fish? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fair. To catch fish? To huck them at to cars? To nuke the whales? To nuke, to nuke the, whales, the whales, yeah. Because somebody's got to do it. And uh, so Bird takes a can uh, to Uriah's heap and gets his nickel. And Byrne takes that nickel to the hardware store to buy a nail. And then he tapes the nail around a stick to better pick up trash. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yep. Could have used, used some of his grabber to do it, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, Burns turns his recyclables uh, to Uriah's heap and gets a handful of change this time. And uh, he, yeah, he calls the hippie. Uh, he's like, shine on, you crazy diamond. Um, and that's the name of a pink light. Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd song. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Burns is like, my first dollar. Thanks to you, Lisa, and our hemp-smoking friend. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to you, Crazy Diamond. And, uh, the hippie, hippie is like, sounds like somebody's living in the past. Contemporize, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God, that hippie. I almost wish yeah. he was voiced by, like, Cheech or Chong or so I he will I, be later. I know. Like I feel like I feel like this episode would have been 
would have been great for that. But yeah, they use they use those two later on. Um, and then Burns gives Lisa a dime for being his advisor. She's like, "Well, I'm not doing it for the money. I, I'm doing it for knowing the future generations will have unspoiled media strips and pristine highway and bankers." And now Burns gets annoyed. <laughs> there's, there's a can. There's a can. Yeah, there's a can. Go get it. And uh, now the Simpsons are watching the news, and uh, Ken Brockman, and from our It's Funny When It Happens to Them uh, uh, file, remember millionaire C. Montgomery Burns, the man who blocked out our son, ran over a local boy, and stole Christmas from 1981 to 1985? Okay. Well, guess who's flat broke and picking up trash for a living? Please be Flanders. Please be Flanders. Please be Flanders. <laughs> Kim literally said C. Montgomery Burns. Oh, my God. Uh, he just wasn't paying attention to that part. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kent interviews Burns while he's digging through trash. And Kent asks Burns, now that he's completely ruined, how does Burns feel? And Burns responds with an excellent. Um, Burns says that he's on his way back to the top. And has turned his cans into can do. And Ken's like, you smell terrible. <laughs> uh, and then Marge says that Burns went from stinking rich to just plain stinking. And Homer and Bart laugh along with Marge. <laughs> Good one, Marge. Yeah. And Lisa tells her family not to laugh at Burns because Burns has changed and is different now. And Marge responds by, yeah, I agree. And Lisa's, uh, to, with Lisa saying Burns is broke, and they all laugh again. <laughs> Boy, Marge has got a couple zingers in on this episode. Yep, she doesn't usually get too many, but yeah, she's gotten in a couple. And uh, Burns has set up now a recycling center at the retirement castle, put them old people to work. Yeah, and Lisa and Burns watch on, and Burns tells Lisa that she really helped him turn his life around, and he's got his own business again. And beloved employees, which are the old folks living at the retirement castle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Burns like, come on, let's pick up the pace, you neglected old nincompoops. Lisa's like, Mister Burns, if you want to do a good job, do them do a good do a good job. You can't bully them. You have to show them they're appreciated. Ooh, capital idea, partner. <laughs> People, if we meet this week's quota. I'll take you to the most duck-filled pond you've ever sat by. <laughs> and Graham is like, oh, hot diggity. That's how they got me to vote for Lyndon LaRouche. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Who is that? It's Lyndon LaRouche, man. Come on. You don't know who he is either, do you? No. Why would well, I know that? I don't know. Uh, uh, Lyndon LaRouche. Uh, he was an American political activist who founded the, La- the LaRouche Movement and its main organization, the National Caucus of Labor Committees. He was a prominent conspiracy theorist and per- a perennial presidential candidate. He began in far-left politics, but in the 1970s moved to the far right. All right. It's a good thing Grandpa voted for him for all them ducks. And he's been dead for four years. Four yeah, and a half. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we get a headline. Burns to open recycling plant. Sub-headline. Makes another Burns look bad. Oh, no, no, sorry. no. Sorry. Makes other bums look bad. Yeah. Well, that's the second episode in a row. I've got that one wrong. 
Yes, it is. Uh, and so uh, Lisa is surprised how committed to recycling Burns is. And she tells her family that Burns has changed. And Marge is like, no one likes a cloter, Lisa. She's like, Homer, tell me I'm right. And Homer's like, uh-huh. And Marge gloats to Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> oh, my God. So now. Burns and Lisa do a grand opening for the new recycling plant. And people applaud Mr. Burns, and he says 10% of that applause should go to Lisa. Because if it were not for her infectious moralizing, they wouldn't be here today for the unveiling of the little 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 Lisa recycling plants. Yep. And Lisa's face is basically the logo. Yep. It's all her. Everything's yeah. her. It's like Burns is setting her up to take the blame for everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> that's much. Evil. That's, that's evil. Yeah, and then uh, we see Mo in the crowd, and he, he reacts, and he's like, "Oh, ain't that cute? Makes little Debbie look like a pile of puke." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love that. Uh, Burns asks Lisa if she would like to be the first to tour the plant, and she says she would love a tour. And so uh, Burns explains that the plant is environmentally sound. It is powered by old newspapers. The machinery is entirely made of used cans. And the windows are from the old liquor bottles they collected. And we see Barney is licking the outside, oh the outside of the windows. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And Burns, well, I mean, there's still alcohol on him. And Barney's an alcoholic. <laughs> you mean they weren't washed when they before they were, like, pressed and turned into windows? For- that's what it sounds like. All right. And Burns Burns like I uh, Burns says to Barney, I thought I told you to stop licking the windows. And Barney's <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But I woke up that morning. I said to myself, I wasn't going to lick that man's windows. And then Burns <laughs> shuts the door while Barney continues to talk. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. I love Barney. Uh, that's fantastic. And uh, so Lisa tells Burns she is proud of him. Because he is getting his fortune back, and he's not endangering the planet or cozying up to the Aspen crowd. I mean, that's um, pretty damn good. I don't know if you've ever been to Aspen, Colorado, but those I've are never the been type, to Colorado. Those are the type of people, man. <laughs> Aspen is so hoity-toity. Well, I mean, that's why they did an entire South Park episode on it. Yep. Uh, Burns tells Lisa to hold her accolades until the end of the tour. Because he hasn't shown her the best part. And Burns like, uh, Burns tells Lisa he remembers her demonstration of the plastic rings and got an idea. So Burns leads Lisa out of the factory to a balcony over the sea. Below them, a giant net of sewn together six pack holders hangs over the water. And Burns like, I figured if one six pack holder will catch one fish, a million sewn together will catch a million fish. Watch. Burns flips a lever. When the net pulls in fish, squid, seaweed, dolphins, and a whale. <laughs> oh my god. Lisa's like, what's going on? Ah, I call it the Burns Omni-Net. It sweeps the sea clean. But see, it's not yeah. really a net. It's more of no. a conveyor belt. Like, I don't even know how this thing functions. Like, I get small fish. Maybe squid. All that seaweed, yeah. Anything larger, I would say anything larger than, like, a salmon, maybe. And even salmon are pretty big. I guess trout. Trout are pretty small. Trout, perch. I mean, a lot of... Like, I mean, smaller fish probably wouldn't get caught, but, like, I, and I don't think... Uh, you wouldn't catch, like, squid or whale, because I feel like 
it's not that far out into the sea. I they're know not at a sea. The, the at most they're that's at a the lake. other. Are they even on the ocean? It's like they're catching ocean animals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you go by the theory, they're they're located in Oregon. Oregon, yeah, they would be. They yeah. would be next to the, the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. But even so, like, that conveyor belt, you wouldn't be catching, like, squid and whale. You'd be catching much smaller things. Yeah. Unless this thing, like, extends from, like, the west coast of the United States to the east coast of, like, Russia and Asia. Yeah, it's weird. Like, the only way, like, a fish would have to do what Lisa's demonstration said, it'd have to get caught in there. Yeah, because the conveyor belt, it would just swim yeah. away. Otherwise, it's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Like that. And uh, Lisa gasps. Uh, inside the plant, saws and mashers transform the sea life into a reddish goo that <laughs> travels down a trough into industrial jumps. Lisa's like, "Oh dear God!" Burns continues. I call her product Little Lisa's Panton Animal Slurry. It's a high protein feed for farm animals. Insulation for low-income housing. God, that would smell so bad. A powerful explosive. And a top-notch engine coolant. I mean, that'd be great if that was all those things. And didn't yeah. have smell. Yeah, so, uh, and best- so, so, well, basically, this little Lisa slurry stuff is basically Soylent Green. Yes. Like, it's yes, basically it based on what Soylent Green is. Well, Soylent like, Green is made of people. Well, th- thanks, but I'm just saying it's what Soylent Green is like. It's like uh, what's that stuff in Futurama? The powder, the slurm? No, what? the powder. The powder that everyone puts on things on every. It's like it's a Soylent Green knockoff. It's literally meant yeah. to solve like all these problems. Yeah, and best of all, it's made from 100% recycled animals. <laughs> I mean, technically, like. Morally, I don't really think what Burns is doing is wrong per se. But no, like, for, I mean, I mean, for Lisa, go... for, for Lisa, yeah, she is going to be horrified because she's vegetarian. Yeah, but as far as Bur- Burns fishing, like, basically that's what it is. Basically, yeah. Burns has a fishing contraption. Now, yeah. if he now, I think turning it into a slurry might be yeah. Not, I wouldn't say necessarily too much, but there's more things he could probably get out of it. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yes, oh, yeah. he can he can make his slurry, but he can take some of the fish, sell it to the local market. He can the uh, but open, here's open but, up a but restaurant. Here, like, I will say, of- I will say, what is ethically wrong with this is if there is trash that is caught with the fish and all of it's going through the same process. Uh, that's going to kill people. Because you're yeah. going to have garbage with all that fish and the squid and seaweed. Exactly. Like the seaweed and the fish and the squid are fine. What else did he say? Uh, uh, dolphins and a whale. But well, see, those are probably... those are illegal. You're not supposed. You can't catch those and kill them and stuff. Yeah, those, those so, are you get. You know, those are you get arrested. Yeah, but like again, you're also going to have garbage on these animals. Getting fed into the slurry. Well, see, that's that's the thing. We only see the animals go in, and then we see the smashing. We don't see that's maybe true. if there they got be washed a off. The separation yeah. tank, yeah. Yeah, so... But it is Burns, and he likes to cut corners, so uh, I'm not putting anything past him. So yep. Burns tells Lisa that she inspired it all. 
And Lisa looks outside and panics and runs off. Yep. Um, and so Lisa runs into her neighborhood to tell people to stop recycling because it's murder and it's helping Mr. Burns. And, and this, this is a movie. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. This is the scene where uh, Lisa runs through the streets proclaiming recycling is evil, spoofs the finales of Soylent Green and the original version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Haven't seen either. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen Soylent Green. And I've seen a remake of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Never saw the original. Never saw either. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and so a lady tells Lisa that you told us to recycle. And says it with a robotic voice. And a guy tells Lisa yeah. in the same tone, they convinced us it was good. <laughs> it's evil. It tells everyone, stop recycling. And Lisa mixes recycling with the trash. And three people tell Lisa... You can't mix plastic with paper. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. And then we see a truck carrying little Lisa Slurry drives by. And Lisa's just sick. She's she's yep. had it. And so Lisa yep. goes home, uh, sad, and tells everyone that she can't get the smell of the slurry out of her clothes. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I was I was a fool to help that horrible old man. Homer's like, I hope you learned your lesson, Lisa. Never help anyone. <laughs> I feel like he's already tried that lesson before. I mean, he's he's had a guy, he's dished out quite a few lessons. Uh, you know, the trying one. Yeah. Um, there's a few others throughout yeah. these first ACs. He gives a lot of uh, helpful hints or helpful. Yep. Uh, um, what's that called? Recommendations? I don't know. Yes. Can't th- yeah, I can't think of a word for it. Recommendations is probably good. And uh, so then Burns and Smithers go to the Simpson house because obviously Lisa booked it. And, you know, Burns was like, all right, I better I better go back. And Smithers is like, Simpson, what are you doing here? Why are you at work? And Homer's like, I made a bad mistake. And Lenny sent me home to think about what I did. But I don't remember what it was. So I'm watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish we could have pulled something like that on our mom. It's like, go to your room and think about what you did. And then we go, like, go do something else. She goes, like, what are you doing? Well, I forgot what I did. So I'm watching TV. Yeah, I don't, I mean, she used to do that, though. She used to say, well, she, like, the thing is, I only got caught doing it once, and she yelled at me for it, and then she never caught me again. But she used to send me to my room in, like, middle school after I got our old, like, uh, knob TV from the, the downstairs and I had my super Nintendo hooked up to it and she would send me into my room as a punishment and I would just play my super Nintendo. Yep. That's right. Well, I had a, I had uh two things that I did secretly during my punishments. I had a radio pen that I got from grandpa and I had the portable handheld TV that I got from grandpa as well. And those, I always like huddled under my uh, blankets and watched TV and, and listen to my radio pen. I actually got caught with my radio pen at school once. I was a naughty, naughty little boy. Yep. But that radio pen was dope. I liked that thing. I don't even know where it wandered off to. That was the best. Um, and Smithers informs Homer that Lenny's reign of terror is over. Because Mr. Burns bought the power plant back that morning. <laughs> and... Uh, Burns wants Lisa to see uh, to see Lisa, and Lisa doesn't obviously want to see him. She screwed him yeah. over. 
or he screwed her over. And Burns yeah. informs Lisa that he sold the recycling plant for $120 million. But okay. that just turned fast. A literally yeah. grand opening. Lisa runs out. And then, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. He said he sold it for $120 million. How much did he buy the power plant back for? Maybe he did a mortgage from the, uh, from the bank. Maybe. I mean, that's the only thing I could think. Well, yeah, you're right. Well, okay. So if well, you not only that. First of all, this is super fast for selling anything. <laughs> Plus, yeah, he sold it for $120 million, but there's also taxes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. And then Lisa congratulates Burns, and Burns says not to congratulate him, but to congratulate Bay State Fish Sticks. <laughs> that I makes mean, sense that a fish stick company would buy it. It makes sense. Basically, it was a fish destroyer. It wasn't even a recycling plant in that. Maybe it was. Maybe there was a tiny, itty bitty corner in that plant that recycled plastic and paper, but everything else was based on destroying fish. Yeah. Um, and uh, Burns reminds Lisa that because she's his advisor, she is entitled to ten percent. And then, yeah, if, if you, you pa- yeah, if you pause it, you can clearly see how much the check is worth. Yep. And I just keep that in the back of your mind. Yep. And um, the Simpsons get a look at the check and gasp. And Bart asks Lisa, "Has he ever told you how uh, how much I love you?" <laughs> I would I totally mean, do that. If, I know. If, like if I was visiting you and you had a check that large, I'm like. So, so, Steve, you know you're my favorite brother, right? <laughs> I'm your only brother, you idiot! <laughs> exactly, you're my favorite brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard the best joke this morning about, apparently, the, uh, the, uh, uh, what's his name? Sanders? Bar- not Barry Sanders. Bernie yeah. Sanders? No, from the Lions. Barry play- Sanders? Oh, is it ba- are you thinking of Barry Sanders or Deion Sanders? Because Deion, Deion Sanders, Sanders played for Dallas. The the athlete that was a baseball player, football player, he played for the Lions. Bo Jackson? No, no, no. What the hell's his name? There's a documentary about him. <laughs> um, um, Barry Sanders. That's what it is. Barry Sanders. Yeah, the Detroit Lions running back. Yes, Barry Sanders he didn't has a... play baseball. Not Did professionally. No. Oh, okay. It was Bo uh, Jackson. Okay, that's who. It was. Okay. Anyway, but. Um, apparently there's like a documentary about his life and stuff. And they had this clip about how he actually ranks his children. Oh yeah. I heard about that. And tells them, and someone on this radio show was talking about, they're like, they're like, uh, my parents would tell me I'm in the, the top, uh, the top five and we only have four kids in our family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely ranking your kids is not healthy at all oh that was funny but anyway but anyway back to where we were um lisa says uh i've never seen so much money but i can't accept this and just knowing where it came from and lisa asked marge you know I, should i accept this like should i and marge you know hesitates because you know obviously she's seen how much the check is Yep. and she's like well lisa do whatever your conscience tells you. So Lisa takes a moment and rips up the check. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. I would murder so Here's the thing. She only ripped it in half. I would, and she threw it away. If I was like Bart or something, <laughs> I would take it out of the trash, be like, tape it up, forge Lisa's name. I'd be like, and if they're like, why is this torn in half? 
oh, it was an accident. It, it wasn't, you know, it was just, it got caught in something and it tore and then cashed the check. Um, and so uh, Homer faints because, you know, of how much money. And so now Homer is in the hospital and we, and we cut, you know, cut in and Herbert does his chuckling and he's like, uh, he's like, this is the first case I've ever seen of a man suffering four simultaneous heart attacks. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. I don't know. Like but the, Homer, but the problem yeah. is, yeah. Well, the problem is he's already had a heart attack. Yeah. He he's had, had several record. heart attacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd be dead at this point. Yeah. Um, and so Lisa apologizes to Homer and he says, it's all right. I understand. We could have really used that $12,000. The re- so the oh, reason I brought up before, Burns said ten percent. You can clearly see how much was written. Homer saw the check. It clearly reads twelve million dollars. I mean, unless Lisa's hand was covering the last three zeros. I maybe, but even so, ten percent of one hundred and twenty million shouldn't be that hard to figure out. Homer's not and smart. So, Homer's not and smart. So what? Homer's not smart. Uh, that's true. And so Lisa's like. Um, Dad, ten percent of one hundred twenty million dollars isn't twelve thousand. It's and she tells him and causes him to have another heart attack. Go blue, go blue. I, okay, this is not Lisa for that one. Your yeah. dad just had four simultaneous heart attacks. You probably should be uh correct. She had him. a cor- but she had a corrective. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. To your point, I just want to bring it up. As long as the routing number and account number are readable after taping a check together, you could deposit a ripped check at an ATM. I've done that before. So when Once. you insert a tape check, the ATM will let you know if it can be cashed or not. So, uh, no, I mean, I've brought a tape. I, I think I've brought a tape check into uh, into the bank and cashed it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've done it sure. once that I remember. I, it was like. I don't know. It was, I think it was like a $50 check. Oh, not. okay. But like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like if it's $120 million, they might be like, you need to have this reissued. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode, um, man, it, it's all over the place. Yep. It is. It is. There's some, I mean, the ketchup ketchup thing is hilarious. I, I love um, when Burns initially tries to hire Lisa. I like that whole scene, the chaoticness of it. Um, it's just, I, I don't know, man. It's just one of those weird episodes where there's a lot of funny stuff, but there's also some stuff that it's like, okay, people for, kind of forgot who Mr. Burns is. They're saying he's collecting social security. So he's not really full-time owner of the plant. Maybe I don't know. That's kind of weird. Um, him just getting shoved into the retirement home was basically a vehicle drive plot. It didn't really make sense. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a, a three. Don't, uh, don't have a cow man. I, I, I it's funny. I, I think it could have been better written. Yeah. I think it really could have been. I mean, I was thinking about this all day. Like I knew we were going to be <laughs> recording. I was thinking about it all day after watching the episode, looking at my notes, like going over it in my head. I'm like, what is this really worth? What is this episode worth in my opinion and i i i just don't i mean there's funny bits like you said i mean like the bus part with burns the catch-up parts great i mean i don't necessarily like the wrestle the 
Brett Hart at the, the house, like the whole selling his house, like him not knowing he was going bro. Like a lot of it just, and it, it seems like everything is all plot driven. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. We want Burns to be broke. What do we do? And it just yeah. didn't hit. I, I hate to do it for any episode, but I think I'm going to do it too. Uh, eat my shorts. Like, I just can't get behind this episode. I don't think it's a one. We've never rated anything a one. So I, I no, honestly I think there, I, I believe there is one episode I gave a doe. Okay. I, I, I think never, it was either season one or season two. Yeah. I can't, I can't think of one that I've, that I've done. So I don't know what yet I would put in that one slot. I got to save something very horrible. Oh, but, yeah. but I, I just really can't get behind this episode. Like I, I, I mean, like, that's the funny thing. Like, Schwartzwolder did a great job writing jokes. I can't, I can't yeah. say anything bad about the jokes, but yeah. I have to, I have to write this episode as a whole, the story as a whole and how it was driven and what was done. And I just, I just can't get behind it. So I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to give it probably, I think my uh, second two, <laughs> my second two so far in eight seasons. Uh, I, my I don't shorts. think it was that bad. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just can't get behind Even the hippie irritated me. I don't know. I just can't do it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's fo- finish it off with our character profile. And this week, we have Hippie. The dirty, just dirty that. Hippie. Yep. Goddamn Hippies. Um, uh, <laughs> occupation. Oper- operator of the Uriah's Heap Recycling Center. Now, we're calling the, the book that we're, that we're getting our character profiles from. Calls them Hippie. Yeah. So this is Uriah's Heap. I feel he's like Uriah. Right. No, I feel like he's the only person that works for this place. You don't think he's Uriah? No. He looks like a Uriah. <laughs> he oh. looks like a hippie. <laughs> that too. Uriah is a hippie name. Anyway, badly kept secret. Smokes hemp. I, is that a well? I guess in the nineties it was still illegal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's still illegal in a lot of places. Not here, not anymore. And uh, he wears tie-dyed shirts and sandals. And hair accessory, a red rubber band. All right. Oh, that was fun. So uh, let's tell everyone where they can find us. So you can find us on social media, at, on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Same thing on Threads. Uh, if you like to listen to our podcast and you listen on Spotify, make sure to follow us on there. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure to follow and uh, give us a five-star review and a uh, good review. That'd be great. Um, you can find us on also every other platform known to man, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, Spotify, all the, all the, all. Just find them. And apparently, I didn't know this, but if you listen on a platform and you can't find us, just hit us up. And we will make sure your podcast is on that platform. Um, and if you want to leave us a uh, email review, email us at the Simpsons at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail re- review or tell us something awesome that you've heard about the Simpsons or about our podcast in general, call us at 612-584-0986. Listen to Jada LeBron's voicemail message and leave us a message after the beep. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.